Welcome to Word Weird World. Welcome to Word Weird World. <laughs> Word. God damn it. Weird World. Weird Weird, weird <laughs> World Podcast. Weird, word World. God damn it. Weird World, which I can't freaking say. So I'm going to say those two words for me, please. Weird World. Weird okay. World. That show. Dad, shut your mouth. How's this? How's hey, it? Rachel, the forgotten daughter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Satan. <laughs> he was <laughs> never. Square. Oh. And speci- I want to be a science teacher. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have to put a picture of Aaron's bangs on our. Oh, on shit. Our- yes. Look, it's <laughs> There you have it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Hello. Hi. I'm not gonna you guys. No, I, that's not who I was talking to either. So rude, but that's fine. I wasn't talking to you either, girl. I'm talking yeah. to the audience. Yeah, no, let's not talk to any of each other. Let's okay. just talk to the audience. Wait. That works. That's hard. Um,. My name's Carrie. I'm Jack. I'm Dean. Yeah. That's it? You're done? Yeah. That's your introduction? What yeah. else is there? You want me to do, give a little intro about what you're going to talk about? Maybe. Give a little teaser. No. I know. Okay. First That's of all, I wanna, let's take care of some business. You got business? You can find us real quick. You can find us oh. on um, Instagram. Yeah. Go Help me out here. Wait, Weird World things. Podcast. And... Twitter at Weird World Pod and Facebook Weird World Podcast. And? Oh, and Patreon. It's probably like patreon.com slash Weird World Podcast. Probably like. We're going to do that at the front because we'll just do that at the end, but. Or not at all. Or not at all. And frankly, I don't listen to the end of podcasts. So I was just thinking, you're one of those. He's one of those. When I know they're done, I'm done. Um, Okay. Today, we're going to follow up a little bit. Last week's. Fascinating story. We called it Nuclear War Part 1, Karen Silkwood, the mysterious death of Karen Silkwood. There was actually another case that was uh, at least as mysterious, if not really actually more puzzling than the Karen Silkwood case, but is hardly known. This is the case of Dave Box. Have you heard of Dave Box? Nope. I'm not going to lie. Either had I until I read a chapter in a book I was reading about. um, Spoiler alert. Now we know he died. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> um, well, you know, I, let's assume that the introduction, the, the description kind of gave that away. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Dave Box. He, oh, by the way, the book, I just want to give credit where credit's due. It was a book by uh, Harry and Chris Babonic. It's called What Really Happened? And this is one of the chapters in there. And I, I, there's some other sources, but not many for this case, to be honest with you. This, it's not one of those things you find all over the internet at all. So, Dave Box was working in Fernald, Ohio, that's about 20 miles northwest of Cincinnati, at a manufacturing facility. It's 1984. It's a pretty rural Ooh. area. Once you get out, I looked it up on Google now, and there's nothing there. There's not really a town what? of Fernald. It was just this big-ass plant. NASA Field? It was this huge complex of multiple buildings that they oh. called plants, right? Like, I'm going over working at Plant 6 today, or Plant whatever. There's at least eight of them. Mm-hmm. He was a How pipe boring. fitter by trade, but he was working there as, like, a maintenance guy. And we'll tell you specifically in a, in a, in a bit what, what he did. What is a pipe fitter? They fit pipes. They lay that pipe. Whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa. They literally what did you expect? just put pipes together. More, just anything pipe-related. I think they it's read, pretty complicated. They read pipe magazines. They smoke pipes. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, oh, definitely. They pipe cleaners, I believe, a lot. They, they do designs and make little stick men with pipe cleaners. They make caps. Okay, yeah, I'm going to Google it. 
Okay, sure. go ahead and do that. Eventually, I'll make it. Pipe fitter. We'll have, a, we'll have an epilogue for this after Carrie's Google experience with pipe fitting. My uh, step grandfather, Madison, aka Popo, Popo, from Texas, was a pipe fitter. Yeah, union pipe fitter. Good man. Oh. Dang it! I remember him. Yeah, he was great. I a young wife. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is now a <laughs> family podcast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, so Dave, Dave worked the graveyard shift. So he arrived at uh, work a little before midnight. Mo- not you know, not technically Monday, but this first work day is Monday, June seventeenth, nineteen eighty four. So actually, you know, Sunday night, very late. It, it, the whole graveyard shift shift kind of thing started at midnight. It messes with the time, so just I'll, I'll try to be very careful about that. So it's the first day of the new week, right? Yeah. So he arrives there, clocks it at midnight. Uh, did his job for a while, took a nice break for lunch at 4 a.m., was seen just after lunch, walking away from, you know, going to... to from the pipes? From the, from the, where he had lunch. <laughs> the plant. The pipes, Carrie. The bench outside the plant. Okay. At which point, he vanishes. Uh-oh. From the face of the earth. Mm. What the f- at 7.30 a.m., a worker operating the furnace in the building called Plant 6... He tells the supervisors, hey, I noticed this strange odor is coming from oh, my furnace, no. and there's this sticky residue no. on the outside of what, the furnace. What time is this? Oh, this is 7.30 in the morning. Then. Okay. So toward the end of what would be Dave's shift, Monday morning. Gotcha. No. Supervisor comes out, I guess takes a look, gives a little sniff or whatever, and says, there's nothing out of the ordinary here. Get your ass back to work. So All right. He does. No, nothing. I don't like nothing to worry about here, right? You guys aren't worried about Dave, are you? I'm very worried about Dave. I don't know him well enough to be worried about him. (laughs) But like, there's a mild amount of alarm. Okay, okay. Bad smells and sticky residues. Yeah, that's what I'm really worried about. Missing guy, and no one had said he's missing yet. Let's be careful about that. He hasn't been seen, but that's that's more in hindsight. He's not, you know, he's not yet thought of as, as missing. How long has it been? It's only been. Few hours? This yeah. is still during his yeah, shift. Yeah, few hours. But no yeah. one's seen him since about five ish. Uh oh. When the when the the smell oh. thing happened at seven thirty, so two and a half hours later. Okay, so was but again, less. no one's like looking for him. No one's yeah. thought that yet. He, he must have had a great lunch. job where he <laughs> no. They um. <laughs> nobody lunch misses break him. Ever. Well, no, it's, or you, he's you're an kinda, asshole. No, you kind of do what you do, and he did something very specific. And and he, he was kind of he wasn't under anybody's watchful eye. He knew what he was supposed to do. He would report. To make and and see what he was expected to do next, but otherwise he had a little bit of, of freedom, right? Uh, and also, mind you, this the plant. Well, we'll just get another minute. The All next right. day, a worker reports there had been a temperature drop in the furnace at at plant six at five ten in the morning. This is the furnace that would be seen to have this, this sticky residue and this this mm. weird odor. Something had had to have gone into the furnace for that to have happened, for there to be a temperature drop. They kept it at a constant temperature 24-7, or at least during this entire the maintenance shift from midnight to 8 a.m. Uh, plant workers, then all some other plant workers, then also see this odd sticky coating on top of the furnace. But they find one other thing. That is a bone fragment. Oh, shit. I was going to guess. A human bone fragment. A Did you say oh because I literally wrote my notes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Human How do they just already tell pregnant. it's human? I don't know. And where do they find it? Yeah. I, I guess they found it outside or, or somewhere in, in conjunction with the furnace. I'm not exactly sure. Hmm, that's odd. They, they had not opened it yet. I know that for a fact. A it was fragment. still closed. Well, 
so I'm not uh, some kind of a bone fragment out there. Hmm. It must have broke under the heat. Yeah, at least that's what I read. It does seem it, that seemed odd to me as well. Yeah, and it, it still does. It, given what probably happened, it does seem odd. So it, but it could be. You know, these things. The stories are not always told right. yeah. super accurately, so it's possible yeah. that bone fragments. They'll find more bone fragments later when oh, they're actually God. searching. And again, spoiler alert. I'm not well, gonna, that's fine. But no. um, you're going to talk about it. Then in a it minute. makes sense to have right. bone, yeah. find bone, multiple bone fragments. So what the fuck? Let's ask a mortician. I know. Okay. Oh, I follow one on YouTube. Is there yeah. a column for Ask a Mortician? Yes. There's a YouTube channel. There's really? a bunch of them. Uh, the facility where Dave worked had the inoc- innocuous name of the Feed Materials Production Center, right? It was owned by a company called National Lead of Ohio, which is NLO, their acronym. And for some reason, everyone called the facility itself NLO. Like, yeah, I work over the NLO. I have no idea why. That was a company that ran it. They didn't call it the FMPC. They huh. called it the NLO. So just if I say NLO, I, I mean the whole facility. The plant. Mm-hmm. And what did my, they do there? They uh, isn't that pipes. interesting, Carrie? Oh, we're not there, there yet. Was, I know there were some pipes involved because he was a pipe fitter. Yeah, and furnaces. Uh huh. Specialized. Yeah, but pipes. think of that name: Feed Materials Production yeah. Center. What are they making? It's what owned is, by National Lead of Ohio. What is so feed? I guess they're making food and maybe making lead. Or is that just the name? Or not? Ah. Was Speed capital F capital E capital E capital D? Oh my Jesus! No. Was it not. an acronym? You think it's an acronym? Feed. I don't know. Fuel enhancement be. energy. There you go. Look, you got it. That's good. It's not that. It's S small. Okay. Capital okay. F. Small D. E. Okay. Uh, in fact, it was actually secretly owned by the Department of Energy. Oh. And just mm-hmm. operated by Nuclear. Do we know what the Department of Energy has supervision over? Nuclear. Nuclear. Let's not say that because nuclear. I accidentally say nuclear. That way. Well, that's actually an accepted pronunciation. No, of I it. refuse that. I know you've already done that, but I'm going to tell you the science people, they accept it. In truth, it was a nuclear fuel production facility. Why is that able to be a secret? It almost has to be a secret. Why? Well, I guess. The MLO... Because of Karen Silkwood. <gasps> no, yeah. No. This was before. Because no, it was during. During. Because of Matt. Wait, it's 10 years after Karen Silkwood. Oh, no. Yeah, she's uh, 74. She this is 1984. So this is a decade after well, Karen Silkwood. I thought it went on for a while. No, she's no. dead no. in 74. Yeah. Shit, never yeah. mind. She didn't linger. I may not have listened as well as I thought. <laughs> she's in a coma. Oh, yeah, a that's true. <laughs> they the can... lawsuit lingered, but that's what it was. Yeah. That's what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Can I sue our dog? Lucky. How dare you? Because he attacked he, he attack me for love and kisses. And sometimes Boy. he's so affectionate, he likes to lick faces. Mm, um, sometimes. And all the time, actually. Hot damn damn. And he licked me so hard <laughs> last night, and he bit my... Sometimes he gets overexcited, and he bit me, and he bit my nose, and actually drew blood. He just opens his mouth a little so, too wide. You yeah. know who you sue when a dog bites you? The dog's owner. That's me. That's you. That's Y'all. you. I'm going to sue you. No. no. it's you. Son of a bitch. You're going to sue yourself. Is that possible? Well, here's the thing. Scotus, tell be, me. We need to be a little worried. Because Why? he's got the taste of blood now. No. He's going to eat us in our sleep. Who said he tasted it? I, I bet he did. I don't know. He licks a lot of things. Aaron's not here today. So, Aaron, if you're listening and you find She's us all dead listening. and our faces eaten, oh my God. who did it. The cats. Because the cats will eat your yeah, face before the dogs. Yeah, but this because of his new bloodlust. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm worried. It's saying Stephen King. There's no Cujo. Oh, let's rename him. 
No. Ah! That's so, just asking for it at that point. The NLL converted uranium ore into rods for various nuclear reactors across Uh-oh. the country. Mom knows about them rods. Were they oh, little yeah. pencil-thin rods? <laughs> yes. They all are. Yes. With From welds my, on the ends of them? Probably. Mom, they all are. From 1953 to 1989, it was one of the only plants in the U.S. that secretly processed high-grade uranium for nuclear weapons. See, that's Now you know up. why it was a secret. Okay, yeah. I'm going to ask a dumb question. Go for it. Go ahead. Uranium versus plutonium. Yes. What's the diff? Uh, um, a couple of electrons. That's it, yeah. But so they both serve the same purpose? Not necessarily. Yeah, once more, once more radioactive, more uh, Karen, potent as a fuel. Plutonium, I'm pretty sure, is more... Is more radioactive. But they usually use uranium-238 or 239, whatever. 235. 235. Um, yeah, they're both, they both can do the same thing, but one is more efficient, yeah, um, produces exactly. more, more power, okay. more energy than the other. So and one degrades was, into the other. Okay. Oh, okay. Once it starts losing all of its energy and shit. So this plant was doing uranium, yes. Karen Silkwoods was doing plutonium. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. Gotcha. Um, I think, I think it's more. I think there's more uranium out there, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, uranium, uranium is mines. more. Uh, I think abundant. plutonium is more efficient, but uranium is more abundant. This could all be bullshit. It's not, though. I know some things. It's something like that. I know nothing. I know some things about radiation. Not only were they not honest with the American people in terms of what they're yeah. doing, but again, for a pretty good national security reason. But did they tell the plant workers? Um, they did yes and no. Did they pull a Karen Silkwood yeah. thing? Yeah. Plant workers knew that, that what they were doing was radioactive. Well, right? yeah. Good. One, of the, one plant worker is quoted. He said, um, his name is Harry Easterling. We'll hear about him later. He was Dave's, I guess, work, best work friend. A BFF. Um, WBF. Harry Eastling said, when I was hired, they said that it was a low-level radiation plant. Um, they told me there was nothing back there that would bother you and to just go on about your business. Don't Jesus tell anybody Christ. what you were doing and everything would be fine. So they knew it was okay. radi- radiation. They knew it was a secret that they weren't supposed to say we're out there with radioactive stuff. But they didn't know there was danger lurking. In but they rocks. should. Yeah, because you know. there are federal regulations on how they had to train their workers. What happened to OSHA? He's getting pissed off. Is that applicable? These are blatant OSHA violations. Don't they are. Outraged. I mean, it, well, there's. It, I'm sure there's separate. This is Reagan's DOE. Federal That's regulations. true as hell. That's true as <laughs> yeah. shit. I mean, so. you can warn people of danger without giving them classified information. Yeah. Yeah, you can just say, "Bitch, it's dangerous. Be and careful." Beyond that, that what what, yeah. uh, what they said to to Harry and the others wasn't entirely true. Uh-oh. In the fall of 1984, oh, yeah, that is just a couple of few months after Dave Box went missing, and, and we'll find later is Box. Um, an accident released massive amounts of radioactive smoke at the plant. At oh, Pernal. how fun. The ensuing investigation found that the NLO, NLO facility had released over 200 tons of radioactive dust and particles into the surrounding air and water and had been going on for decades. That'll be a little later they find that out, but it yeah. turns out it was a dirty, dirty plant. I've heard Fernald before. Yeah, I've not. Is it like a super fun yes, or something? Okay. That's why. It was a pretty big deal okay. for a while there. Okay. It was um, uh, almost certainly killing people. Yeah. Ah, you know, not surprising though. long-term cancers. And yeah, ionizing radiation. Yeah. Be careful, bitches. That's the sun. Don't tan. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> turn to an anti-tan. Yeah. I yell at everybody I know who tans. Stop Rowan, 
You've been on this podcast. They know you. Mm-hmm. I'll yell at you again. Just Most of you. your sun damage occurs before the age of 18. Yeah, oh, I know. Boy, I'm already Back past that home. Day, we put baby oil on our bodies and went to Huntington Beach. Back in your day, some people still do. Under the sun all day long. But then you know what we did when we grew up and became parents? Not cook yourselves? We put sunblock on our children. We did, Every we did. day. And that's that's why you all dope. are mutants. Nah, I'm well, assuming. I don't know. Technically, yeah, we I think someday we'll find out. No, the opposite. No, no we're all muted. We protected. Mutated. I got it wrong. Yes. You're welcome. So, okay. uh, Dave was, uh, his job was uh, maintenance, right? He, his, his main duties were to maintain the dust collectors and safety pumps. <laughs> yes, Rachel, maintenizing. Um, he, uh, he monitored the dust collectors and the safety pumps meant to control and treat all of the plant's waste. So he was aware oh. that bad things were happening. So you you kind of want to treat that with real good care. Yeah, he'd be the one guy to know that. I mean, we're not the only guy to know that, but certainly among yeah. the, the workers, the non-supervisory you know, folks, he would know that because he was every day intimately involved with those dust collectors and those pumps and those safety apparatus that he knew were not working terribly well. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, aye. So what, what, what was there anything he could do about it or was he just a lowly well oh, kind of lowly? Out. He was fairly lowly. Oh man. But yeah, I mean he wasn't he was just a worker. That's but he true, did a good yeah. job and he was uh, a stand-up guy. He uh, his friend Harry Easterling said uh, quote, Dave was a fairly quiet guy, but if you worked on a job and it was a high radiation level, Dave would tell you. He'd say, hmm. you know, that particular dust collector is fairly radioactive, so watch yourself. Or, he'd say, that pump has a certain kind of acid in it, so be careful oh. when you work on it. So he was trying to give folks, people he worked with, the heads up on yeah. where they should be most careful, given what he knew. Not die. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a nice, nice person. Guy. Nice guy. I yeah. like Dave. Better than D-E-E. So most everyone there is just happy to have a job, though, right? I mean, these are good jobs. Uh, they are. They don't ask questions. Everybody just goes about their business. Not so much Dave Box, though. A reporter named D.C. Cole, who actually investigated the story at the time and later wrote a book about it, he said that um, Dave Box was, quote, he was a stand-up guy who was not easily dissuaded or intimidated. And Dave did not at all like what he was seeing coming out of them uh, mm. pumps and such. Did so, he start blowing some whistles? Uh, hmm. Well, if Dad's my, notes or anything to go by, <laughs> what my next, next your title on the front page? What was it? It's about whistleblowers. Is it? Yes, it so, was um, date with a furnace. Was the first section colon colon, and then it was the first front page. Oh, I just saw it right there. Oh, uh, you're right. That's the title of it. <laughs> What did I say? Well, you're not supposed to read that. So. Oops, I did it while you weren't looking. Damn it. So let's go over the timeline that ends with the end of Dave. Dave always met the coworker Harry Easterling every night before they went in for the midnight starting shift that started at midnight, right? Right. So they meet whatever eleven thirty. I don't know. I don't know how far they were. Um, for drinks, they're corporal. <laughs> for drinks, <laughs> they're going to I don't know. Let's get shit faced. Yeah. yeah, good call, Harry. So um, <laughs> on like Sunday, cheers. on Sunday late, June sixteenth, because Dave Dave's last day was June seventeenth, Monday. So on late late Sunday, let's say it's eleven thirty, June sixteenth. Harry and Dave get to the restaurant where they met, and they leave one of the cars there and take one car. They, they're cor- corporal buddies. Smart. Yeah, Ecological. Is. Yeah, in 84, too. Surprising, to be honest. All right. Um, maybe there was limited parking at the plant. <laughs> you know. <laughs> trying to think of a logistical Maybe, maybe there was a good carpool spot that they got and with they no came together. So, I don't care. <laughs> um, today, they got into Harry Eastling's truck 
and they went on into the plant. And Harry Easterling would later say, "Everything's That's fine." Cool. He was he was upbeat. You know, they chatted about the kids and Dave's upcoming vacation he was going to take with his kids in a couple of months. So everything seemed normal to Harry. Dave goes to the maintenance building. Uh, so again, the plant is 24 hours, a uh, 24 hour plant, but there were only two shifts of actually production, right? The base of the graveyard shift was left over the just maintenance and cleanup kind of a thing. So that's why okay. Dave and Harry were there. They were maintenance and cleanup. And sure. So it wasn't, and so there wasn't a full amount of people. Yeah. Exactly. There yeah. wasn't a ton of people there. So you would, and it was huge too. The plants, the plant one, plant two, plant three, they were far enough apart where very often if you had to go move from plant to plant, you would do so in one of the company pickups. Oh, God. They're, they're yeah. far enough apart to be drivable. Not my kind I'm of sure location. You could walk, but you know, it was easier. I like walkable distances. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, I'm if, sorry, I'm not going to worship. Google Plex no. is huge. If you want me to go to that part of the complex, you're going to have to come carry me. Yeah, bitch, give me a tram. <laughs> they, actually, Google might do that. Probably. I can see that. A whole city compound. Call Uber to go from one side of the place. Next is Amazon. To do what? To do that. Hopefully here. Mm, hey. Not, not likely. But, but our okay. town did a proposal. Oh, yeah. Not absolutely. surprising. No. Not our big town, our little I know. town. You're kidding me. No. Really? Yeah. That's wishful thinking. I know. Yeah. Like Somewhere in the region will be just dandy. Yeah. True. Yeah, we'll see. They already got as a long shipping. as it doesn't go to fucking Texas. Oh, I'm sorry, Texas listeners. Y'all suck, though. Love you, Austin. Just kidding. No, you don't. No, That's you true. Don't. Your government, terrible. Yes. All your elected officials are dicks. So stop voting for them, God damn God it. God damn it. That's Actually, if you listen to this, y'all. you're probably not voting for them. So True as hell. Austin, we like you. Love you're us. the ones listening to this. <laughs> Let's be real. South by Southwest. Yeah, SXSW. <laughs> um, that, Austin, by the way, is where I first discovered the wonders of the all-in-one Coke machine. You know, oh, it yeah, has yeah, the buttons yeah. and stuff that really work correctly. And, yeah, true. And you put the vanilla or the whatever. It never has enough syrup. Bastrom, Texas. That's where I first saw the first one. Outside wow. Of Oakland. Yeah. Working. Uh, okay, so Dave goes to the maintenance building to start his shift. He goes to his lockers. They, they had two lockers, right? They had one basically for your civilian stuff, like your street clothes, and one for your work stuff. I guess they wanted to keep those things separate. Probably because they're radioactive. Probably. Um, at his lockers, he opens up his toolbox <laughs> and he, put, he puts his keys, his key ring with multiple keys on top of the toolbox. This will be important later in a minute. And then he goes to one of the plants to work, like normal. Easterling goes to a different area, right? They didn't work together. Dave's supervisor, Charles Schaus, said Dave worked, would later say that Dave worked at several buildings for the first part of his shift. From 12 to 1, he's at plant 1, then he went to plant 4. So uh, around this time, around um, 4 o'clock or so, or sometime, sometime between 12 and 4, I'm not sure. Again, some of these timelines in the things I read get messy and yeah. not... They they're not reported well. Um, so sometime that this this uh, a witness sees Dave and the supervisor, presumably Charles Strauss, in one of the company pickups, arguing, and oh. apparently arguing, having at least having a very serious discussion. And the windows are rolled up as a hot muggy night. It's mm-hmm. June in, in Southern Ohio, which indicates that either a they're making out or b yeah they're it's a um, they don't want people to listen to what's being said. Maybe they have the air conditioning on. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what you focus on. The Department of who gives a fuck irrelevancy. That is what you focus on. That's why the windows would be up. Yeah, I get it. Dumb dumb. All right, all right, okay. But they're stopped in arguing. There's no reason for that to be happening. Why would the car be on? Something going on. Anyway, 
So anyway, Dave went off to plant eight, and he worked there from two thirty to four a.m. So I think that okay. argument is around two thirty in the morning. After that, the timeline gets kind of hokey, but it seems like around four o'clock, as normal, he goes to lunch. And I, I believe Harry, his lunch. friend, sees him at lunch. I don't know if they had lunch together, but he sees him at lunch. And he also sees him right around 5 when lunch was done. And at the same time, around 5, another witness, who I think was the same witness who had seen Dave and the supervisor arguing in the truck with the air conditioning on or off. We don't know. Harry's going to Google that. Um, and he uh, sees Dave on his way to plant 4, like walking toward plant 4. We'll find out later. Dave was not supposed to be going yeah. to plant four for work. You can go plant eight, Dave. Well, you just said that. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah. So um, that's why. How am I supposed? I don't know. I don't know. I thought you. I thought you were just surmising. Oh, I'm really good. So about I'm ESP. About this time, about uh, sometimes. So sometime after five, or very very shortly after five, or around five, that witness he essentially bumped in to Dave while Dave was going to plant four. That's the last time anyone saw Dave Box alive. Who will admit it? Oh. Mm-hmm. Where's that truck guy? Mm-hmm. Ask him. Hmm. Chowsh. Chowsh. That's actually the last time his name enters the thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's not even certain. I, 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 I can't where I read that, but uh, I think that was the guy he was having the argument with. Or hmm. the, the serious discussion with. I'm not positive. I may be throwing out some disinformation. Yeah, and the that's okay. family may be suing us. It's I don't kind know. of an important detail. Uh, let's just say he's with the supervisor in the truck for sure. Whether it was chalk or not, I'm not. I'm not positive. Okay, that was yeah. um, Dave. That Dave was actually missing was first noticed by, of course, Harry later that morning. Uh, Harry Easterling, his friend, said at approximately seven o'clock that morning we had a safety meeting in the conference room in plant four by the way all these quotes i believe are from unsolved mysteries there was an episode of this, oh, really? this was on an unsolved oh. mysteries episode oh. in like i can't 94 or something like that mm. with robert stack i'm gonna find I it on youtube it. possibly uh, at approximately seven o'clock that morning we had a safety meeting in the conference room in plant four we showed up for the meeting but dave wasn't there oh i so walked back i harry easton i walked back over to the maintenance building put my tools away and noticed that Dave's toolbox was still open. I thought he was probably working overtime, so I went in, made a few calls, but I still couldn't locate him. Because remember, he's just riding back to his car. Oh, shit, right. that's true. I went back out and told the security guard at the desk that Dave hadn't come out. So he said, I'm going home. I would meet him the next night at the restaurant, per usual. Which the ne- next night really meant that night, right? This is, this yeah, is yeah, that's really true. late, late Monday. So, shift. unknown to Easterling, at 7.30 that morning, the Plant 6 furnace operator noticed that tacky coating and that nasty odor, right? Records would show, again, would show that 510 temperature drop in that in that furnace. And it lasted um, about 15 minutes, and it, it was a 28-degree temperature drop, which is fairly, again... That's significant. The, the only thing that could explain that is a, thrown, a foreign object went in yeah. the furnace. Apparently, that's the... I don't know the huh. mechanics of that. That's not the right. But it's word. like when you put too many like uh, chicken tenders in a in a vat of oil. It lowers the temperature. But everything, down. I, yeah, exactly, it's exactly like that. But everything I read didn't <laughs> food network chicken tenders and vat of oil. Carrie, I could I was like okay, fine, that? French fries. What you want? <laughs> what do you, Carrie, what food do you want? What's to go wrong with oil? my analogy? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, okay, let's I like go. It. Uh, papas fritas. <laughs> Would you like it in Spanish? <laughs> Do it in French. Uh, Palm frit. There you go. Palm frit. I um, oh my god! I had a, I was I was I know I'm the only person who plays this anymore. Trivia crack. 
He really is. Which, by the way, is just loaded with stupid, asinine, wrong answers and bad Whoa. questions. Oh, God, it's, it's embarrassing. And yet you still play it. Why do you still play it? by middle school kids. So why do you questions, still play um, you know, who just, just had a civics lesson and they did everything. So, um, but civics. It, it, uh, it said, what's, I swear to God, it said, what's the, what's the French word for French fries? Oh, God. The answer was French fries. Think about it. Oh. French fries was the answer to that. Oh, one. No. That's a stupid human that wrote that question. Parlez-vous français? Wow. French yeah, fries. Yeah, embarrassing. I can't remember the other options. Where it's like chips and you know something like that. Boy. Like that. And the, the, the correct answer was French fries. So, you, you if you wrote that question, shame on you. Go to do the Duolingo before you write more questions. Exactly. No, just grow a brain. So anyway, um, the furnace. Is also called, by the way, a salt bath furnace, right? Okay. It holds 900 gallons of molten salt, and that was part of the heating process to make the uranium ink ingots. So it's critical okay. to the operation wow. of the plant, to the production of the of the power. That's ingots. a lot of salt. It was, this is critical, 10 foot 8 inches long, okay. 4 feet high, and 3 feet wide. Oh, it's kind of like oh. a giant's coffin. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Think, of so that, think about that. Remember that. So 4 feet high. It's like yeah. an anaconda coffin. What? Anaconda coffin. No. It's way too white for that. It's well, you could wrap it around a couple times. Oh, okay. It's going to be very long, but very narrow. This is this is uh, three feet wide. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yes. anacondas are big. They are thick. <laughs> They're real <laughs> Look thick. thick. Look at no. Jack's mom trying to rest you. No. That's ridiculous. Let me do another analogy. analogy. It's like when you're wrapping up a vacuum wire. You know how you wrap it around? Good, good one. There you go. I'm great. I'm just looking at a vacuum. Okay. <laughs> uh, Easterling went to the restaurant the next that night, that late Monday night, uh, for their Tuesday shift, figuring Dave's going to be there. Right? Mm. It was Dave's turn to drive after all. <laughs> um, he found Dave's car there, but no Dave in his car. He's not really worried. He says, "Quote: There wasn't anything out of the ordinary because he would go pull his car in and go get something to eat or something to take for lunch and then come back to the car. Remember, this is at a restaurant. Right? Yeah, so but was it in deal. the same spot as yesterday? I'm sure it was. That's important. So Dave said, uh, Perry says, I leaned up against Dave's car and I noticed that the fender was still cold. So I reached over, touched the hood, and it was still cold. Mm-hmm. He goes to work right, right away and he immediately uh, tells people that Dave's missing. Yeah. Wow. So he knew right away that Dave had not been in his car. What about Dave's wife? Dave's not married. But he has uh, children. Yes, but he's not married. You know okay. how that works? No. Divorce. Divorce. No. Well, <laughs> you don't know how it works, thankfully. Jesus. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, an investigation. Oh, I read the, the heading. My bad. What? The, so they start an investigation, right? Because uh, because Harry comes there and says, "Hey y'all, Dave's missing. Someone oh, it's go Ohio. Oh, here you go. This Dave's missing. We should find him. Oh my god, I just did Davy and Goliath. I just did Davy and Goliath. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I don't know what that is. You know, Davy and Goliath is a is a claymation cartoon that even we were little when it was in syndication, long not in production anymore. Hence. And it was super super overt Christian messaging. Boo. It was like because that's what it was. Is it I like know. Veggie Tales? No, it was like made by the like the Presbyterian Church of the U.S. or something like yeah. that. And it was like, hey, baby, you know stealing is not right. Jesus that was wouldn't the dog. steal. That's the dog. the dog talking. It's a talking dog. <laughs> so it was a little boy and his talking dog named Goliath. And Goliath was Goliath, Goliath was morally superior. Every episode, yeah. baby, you can't do that. Well, you know, you shouldn't kill a hooker. That's because people are sinners. Yes. People are sinners. Yes. It's a great, it's a, actually it's terrible. And Davey had yeah, a little no. sister named Sally. That's oh, right. right. And your parents, she had a little did blonde you ever see flip. 
Yeah. Can I have a synopsis of the whole show? That's it. That's it. Every they'd have a moral dilemma well, every single week. Come on. The dog would be morally superior to the human, mm-hmm. and the human would admit he was wrong and beat the dog. It sounds like real life. Dogs morally yeah. superior to us. <laughs> they later became. I'm pretty sure Davy was later a serial killer. I'm Probably sorry. sounds like it. I'm oh God. So what? SNL needs to do it. They already have. I'm sure. <laughs> Probably. No, How do you know? <laughs> so the, the NLO folks who are who are looking for Dave Box, not from the cartoon, they open both his lockers. Maybe he has two lockers, and they find his street clothes and his wallet and stuff like that in his street, his civilian locker. In his work locker, though, they find no work clothes. Uh-oh. So, and, and that combined with the fact that no one saw him leave, he didn't check out, the security guy didn't see him. was cold. That, and that tells them that, okay, he never left the plant. So they immediately start a search of the facility. Smart. This, and this is, so this is now, let's say it's 1230-ish in the morning on Tuesday. Okay. Right? It's a big-ass facility. It's huge, better yeah. get started. So... Part of that investigation is they take a closer look at that sticky residue in Ugh. plant six yeah. on the furnace there. Bad and sense. that's when they find what looks like a piece of human collarbone. So I think I did get it wrong earlier. But still, they find collarbone and they have not opened that furnace yet. I'm, I'm not sure how that, yeah. the mechanics of that. Yeah, that I don't know what that, I wonder what it looks like. Because I'm picturing yeah, like an old school piece furnace. Of bone or, uh, yeah. It's not like that. Well, no, remember, it's, it's, yeah, it's a big metal giant coffin. And the key being four foot height. That's the key yeah. uh, dimension. We'll have another key dimension in a second here. Key dimension. Uh, yes. The uh, furnace is immediately shut down. And they call the police. Well, that's good. good. Yeah, that is good. Uh, yeah, smart. It'll harden into a salt block now. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing, though. The furnace is so hot, it takes days Jesus. for it to cool down. Yeah, and have we could open it up without... Uh, even with protective... Suits, you still couldn't be near that furnace for very long at all. Because yeah. it's 1,350 yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. No idea what that is Celsius for our international listeners, but mm. it's hot, hot. as it's balls. To use Aaron's to measurements. Use Aaron's I was, she's not here, so someone has to do her role. Fuck <laughs> shit, hot bitch, as balls. Ass Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Um, sorry, that was for you. Uh, so... On June 23rd, so I, I, that about five days later, hey, Lana Del Rey's birthday. Jesus Nobody else's. Christ, how did you pull that out of your Lana Del Rey's birthday? You know, you're, you're keeping I, Lana Del Rey's birthday in your head. I say that every year to Emma because it's her birthday, and I say uh, Happy birthday, Lana it's Del Rey. Not Emma's birthday. It's not June 21st. Birthday. Oh, I thought you said 23rd. No, 23rd. Oh, 23rd. Yeah. I misheard. <laughs> so I thought it was Saturday, 21st. Saturday, June 23rd, a sheriff's investigator lowered into the now cooled furnace. There they find the following pieces of a walkie-talkie. Dave had a walkie-talkie. What? That's cool, though. Just I know. I know what you're thinking. Just hold on. I want a job that okay. requires walkie-talkie, but not <laughs> law not enforcement. Yeah. <laughs> Dreams. Dream big. Dream big. <laughs> you know what? Do anything and get yourself a walkie-talkie. I can have a walkie-talkie Hell. at my desk every day. But, but then he has to give it. Okay. And you can give me the other one, and I'll talk to you. Oh, my God. 25 feet away. Imagine that shit. Um, you might still need it, though. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, they also find some batteries. Okay. Dave carried around a radio, I guess, to oh. entertain sure. himself. Because he's working yeah. on They find eyelets to work at coveralls. Eyelets? Metal, metal yeah. eyelets. For the... Oh, for what the is eyes. an eyelet? They're the parts that you put things through. The little metal. Tell him. The little, the, the, like oh, little okay, okay, I get like it. a reinforcement for yeah. a, I, like a button. Yeah, I see, I see. Yeah. It's like an so island, they find, a small um, island. Let's see, islets, yeah, islets. 
Which I would call them grommets. Isn't that also a grommet? Wallace and Gromit. Gromit is a dog. Um, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. A much better claymation. That's a really good movie. Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Let's listen to the inventory and then I'll ask my question. Inventory. They find steel toes from steel toe boots. I figured. He wore steel toe boots. They find wire glass frames. He had wire glasses. And they find a stainless steel wire that's looped together in three kind of circles. And I guess Dave would sometimes just fiddle with things like that. I feel like that. I'm fiddling with that. Oh, what else they find? A set of keys. They Key include dimension. Dave's car key, as well as the keys to three padlocks. Two of, and remember, he had two padlocks on his two lockers, and they find a house key. And the, lad, the house key is so is, is bent and disfigured enough yeah. that it doesn't. When they try it on his house on, on Dave's house, it doesn't fit because it's messed up. But they're ninety nine point nine percent positive it's Dave's Dave's house key. Is that the key dimension you were talking about? Uh, but um. No. And they also find several pieces of human (laughs) bone. Nightmare. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, again, going back to the, when, when they found the first piece of bone, I don't know. It it does seem weird. You want to? Yes, go ahead. No, Mike, I was going to say, in a furnace that hot, wouldn't it have melted those things? Absolutely. Yeah, so I did. Absolutely not. Really? Really? Okay, not. I'm going to say not and change my answer. Can we just edit that? Googled it. Yeah. It wouldn't melt little eyelets. I said metal, but this came up with steel. Wait, steel? Uh, steel uh, it's toes, just the element then, yeah. of iron, blah, blah, blah. Batteries? So who knows? Keys? This is iron Come out on. of the ground melts at around 2,750 degrees Fahrenheit. Jesus. 1,510 degrees Celsius. But what steel often melts at around 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. But what are keys made out yeah. of? What so, would be like... Well, the glasses frames steel, would be like right? aluminum, I think right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aluminum? W- w- wouldn't that w- like glasses frames? No, not aluminum. Wire glass frames and oh, wire glass frames. Yeah, yeah. No, wire, loops. wire loops. I Never know. mind. I, I don't know like what those would be. Would be those pieces of a, of a walkie-talkie, which would be plastic batteries. Would batteries? batteries not is yeah, weird. I feel like maybe not. This, and the, the keys, the keys. The keys were still okay to use. The house key oh, was really bent up, but it was otherwise it was easily recognizable as Dave's house key. Huh. So the keys weren't in bad shape. It sounds like from what I look at us trying to figure out the science of still, melting points. The, uh, the melting point of stainless steel is high as shit. Yeah, fifteen. Well, uh, fourteen hundred to fourteen fifteen to fourteen fifty Celsius. So mm. that's going to be a little bit less than way hotter in Fahrenheit. Iron. Mm. Well, when so <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah, me, me too. Me I'm too. not all that. So, shocked. do you think all of those things, batteries, etc., could could have walkie-talkie? Maybe. Parts well, could are not we melt? accusing them all of lying? Well, hold on. Yes. Just, just hold oh, on. We'll okay. See in a so, did they throw them in there? Here's the thing, though. Here, here's the oddness. You're probably asking yourself, I imagine, how exactly did plant security open up Dave's lockers if his locker keys were on his person in that furnace? Getting well, wire cutters. No. Catalog. Wouldn't they have a... Oh, yeah. A, a master key? No, master key? they do not. No. His, those are his personal Oh, those are his own his padlocks. padlocks. I oh, see. Okay. I see. I didn't huh. know that. The sheriff's investigator, funny you should ask, he checked those padlocks and he said they had not been cut and they were not damaged. They were opened by keys in his estimation. Oh. Huh. By the keys that fit those padlocks. How which did were they? found with Dave, who would, would have gone into that furnace about 5 o'clock Monday morning. With And they were keys. opened early Tuesday morning. How do they know that they were open again? Because that because the security opened them. Oh yeah, and and, and found 
street clothes and the street locker yeah. and no work clothes. And that's when they said, let's go look for him. Mm-hmm. So further, Easterling I testified that he saw Dave's keys on still put on top of his toolbox where Dave had originally put them oh. when he first came to work. He had seen that then when he left. He left at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Hours after Dave would be in that furnace and dead. The keys were there. They were not in the furnace with him. Uh, well, this is... Uh, he the shouldn't the keys had and I would ask also shouldn't the keys have been melted? I don't know the answer to that now, but certainly they wouldn't be melted if they're tossed in there after. after yeah. yeah, and for sure, if we trust Harry Easterling, they were not with Dave when Dave went into that furnace. Mm. For sure, because he saw them Monday day and and again he said also the next day. So this is now Tuesday at midnight. Dave. Uh, Easterling sees Dave key, Dave's keys still on Dave's toolbox when he came back to work, right? So this is now well after Dave's dead. Uh-oh. Uh, he said a supervisor closed and locked Dave's toolbox and took the keys with him. That is the last he saw of Easterling's keys, and he doesn't know what, what happened after that. Oh. A supervisor, at that point, a supervisor has them. They're in a supervisor of the plant's possession. Hmm. Is right. So, the police... They find yeah. no evidence of foul play, they mm-hmm. say. Given Dave... Because there's I, no body. Given, well, also, <laughs> you know, also, and we'll come back to this in a second, but given Dave's psychological past, we'll get oh. to that. Oh, he has a psychological on past? Okay. Suicide. We know this story. First, let's talk the mechanics. Talk about the mechanics of Dave's, and then we'll get to the suicide theory. The mechanics, mechanics of Dave's end, right? The heat again. Yeah. 350 degrees Fahrenheit. That means, at that heat... The human body, given it's 65% water, would literally explode yeah. on contact with, with that furnace. But can it burn bones? If he'd gone, in, if he'd gone into that furnace, his body would explode. Ugh. Uh, I mean, think about that because that, that's, that, that's, that's very critical when, when I give you one other fact I've withheld from you. Ooh. So, so no, if, he, if, he, if he drops down into the furnace He's, to get his body down there, it explodes. He's hopping like scanners. Here's heads. the problem. The opening to the furnace, there is an opening. There's, there's, I was going to ask a that. Vent, there's a, a, an opening to vent heat, vent excess heat on the top of the furnace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nine inches oh, good. by 22 inches. Kate Moss could do it, not Dave. Little. I mean, it's it's very narrow. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Nine inches? Then, maybe? No. I mean, the human, he's he's not. Our circumference. He wasn't, I've, no I've seen a picture of him. He doesn't look. You know, chunky, but he's he's a thick average. guy. He looks like he's thick. Oh, he's thick, mommy. Because you'd still have to to carefully get yourself through that opening. That's and how heat. do you do that At in that 1300 heat? Thirteen hundred degrees. Yeah, yeah. you'd be dead before you got well, in there. You'd be popped, or you'd be passed out, dead. or uh, if he just dropped into the surface um, in that nine by twenty-two. It, remember, it's four feet off the ground. So without protective gear, he could have gone his. Your skin starts to burn mm-hmm. before you're even yeah. possibly get into that opening. Um, so, you know, let's, well, hold on. <laughs> You've got some info. I've got some info. Um, it's, I mean, it's possible, I suppose. He can, if, let's say it's possible he could squeeze through a 9 by 22 Okay. But if he had gone in feet first, there's no chance his upper part of his body would have gone in after. Yeah, right. He would have, it would have melted. It would have blowed up. Mm-hmm. You're dead, yeah. almost on impact. Your body would would drape over. Yeah, it's even very Ooh. likely your body would split apart. Yeah, and you would have, they would have found either his upper body draped yeah. over the furnace, or yeah. his lower body in, or they would have literally found it falling to the floor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Entrails came out. And the door crispy. open. And what door open? 
The vent door. There's no door? No, there's no door. It's it's just open? Oh, okay. Is that the only opening on the entire furnace? Correct. Uh Uh-oh. It's a lid, but it's in the top. So it's like a coffin lid, kind of. I see. But the opening is the 9 by 22 opening. There's no door for that. Oh, okay. I bet you that lid is way too heavy for one person to open anyway. Oh, yeah. So there's there's absolutely no possibility he could open the lid. Yeah. So... And, and also, if Dave had gone in uh, headfirst, same thing though. Yeah. Same thing happens. His lower now half. his legs, yeah. the feet, fall yeah. off, and they find Dave's legs at the side of the furnace, and the, there's no mystery here. Yeah. Good lord. Whoever said that suicide is just well, dumb. The Hamilton County Sheriff's Department came up with this genius plan to explain their suicide. Mm-hmm. You ready? Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Dave put a ladder next to the surface, the furnace. He took a running jump, oh, leapt off the top of the ladder, no. and then dove headfirst in through that 9 by 22 oh. opening. And then he his ghost to... got rid of the ladder? Yes. Yeah. They ruled, um, they ruled it a suicide. We'll talk about the theories in a second, exactly that. But they, that, that's the official ruling to this day. Are you is that Dave Box committed suicide? kidding me? Wow. Like he Scrooge McDucked into a pile of gold coins <laughs> yes. into a fucking into salt a furnace. 1,350 degree molten salt furnace. Oh, that's crazy. With, yeah, I mean, good lord. Can you imagine the pain? So that's where the, the, the case stood for 10 years. Actually, that's where the case still stands. But 10 years later, uh, Box's daughter, Casey Drake, in July of 1994, got a letter. It was an anonymous letter, but D.C. Cole, that reporter I mentioned earlier, yeah. wrote the book about it. He would later determine, through his investigations, in, in his opinion anyway, that the writer of the letter was a guy named Robert M. Spensley, who Spensley. was a former plant manager at Bernal. Oh, Plant 8? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And uh, the writer of the letter said that he could not live with his conscience, and he spelled it conscious, not con. He spelled, uh, he spelled it conscious, conscious every time. Uh, and he said he had to write the letter even if it ruined him, because if, if anyone found out about that, about that he wrote this letter, he'd be ruined. The plant ethos he wrote was: don't ask questions, don't make waves. But Dave Box was a guy who was willing to make waves and ask questions and not stand down or be intimidated. The management and the union both just wanted the plant to stay open. If the contamination was known that was happening, the plant would be shut down. The letter gets all rambly, though. Yes. And it gets very conspiracy theory-ish. It says, a manifesto. It, it does become that. The Department of Energy, it says, was complicit in this murder and cover-up, as was the FBI, the Hamilton County Sheriff's <laughs> Department, oh. and the coroner. It's, you know, it gets very anti-governmenty. Here's a Ooh. quote from it. It says, "Dave, his body was destroyed to allow a major cover-up to ensure that the U.S. government was not revealed as the bureaucratic crime network that it was and still remains today." Lord, well, all right. You'd so. have to be suspicious about the sheriff well, and the coroner. Well, that I you? agree with. Yeah, a suicide ruling it a fucking yeah, you suicide. Could you could be a running jump. I don't think so, Mister Ladder. Yeah. Well, still, the, I, you know, I'm not convinced the letter is anything but bullshit or that, Yeah. The how letter, does Cole know? First of all, how does Cole know that Robert Spensley wrote it? Is he, how, how can he be that sure? Uh, could it know. have been just some crank, some conspiracy theorist? Because like I said, yeah. it gets worse than that. It was Alex it's Jones. Utter, it's, 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 it becomes super anti-government kind of a bent to it. It was Alex Jones. It might have been. Early Alex, Alex, his early Alex work. Jones. I don't know how old it <laughs> Yeah, it might have been. Nothing in it seems particularly unknowable. By anyone who didn't no. just read the stories in the newspaper. It's not like he has deep, dark secrets. He doesn't have There's clearance. no evidence for any of this cover-up. 
and it's just not necessary for such a wide conspiracy. You don't need to have this big conspiracy with all these these agencies and sheriff's departments and yeah, coroners FBI. and FBI <laughs> and the DOE and obviously people at the plant itself. You don't need all those people to be involved. You need it you know two three people max yeah but he wants grand conspiracy yeah, okay he does. so i i don't know i remain i'm skeptical the letter letter was by anybody who had any and even if it was by robin spence like how he may just be a complete crank this yeah. is his theory of what happened he hasn't he, he there's no reason to think he has any inside knowledge like every plant manager knew let's go kill dave and 30 guys came out and killed him so i don't know um but where's the whistle blowing yeah well yeah was there any wanna, evidence that dave was was he gonna? Uh, his, out some like his friends knew that he was, and, and DC Cole, the, the, the yeah, reporter, claims true. that that Dave was a whistleblower, or at least a a possible whistleblower. He was he was willing and able. Yeah. So theories, well, suicide. Mm-hmm. Let's start with suicide. Okay, we'll give I'm that gonna one. Say, I'm gonna say fuck no as well. But you at least have to acknowledge that we already did the past psychological oh, yeah. issues were there. What were they, though? You, you didn't tell us. I'm telling you now. Oh, tell us. Well. Dave was married when he was 20, back in 1965. Down. By age 30, he was an alcoholic. He was in a psychiatric ward in 1977. And then when he got out, in, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, before that, when he got out in January of 77, he, got, he was immediately divorced. His mother then died in 1979. He spent more time in a hospital, and he was on medication for anxiety, he was then hospitalized a third time, not long after that, for depression and anxiety. And so he had a, a, a past of some serious psychological issues. Yeah. He did seem to be better, though, by about 1980 or so. It, it seemed like he was recovering and he was in, in better mental shape. In 1981 is when he was hired at the plant, the NLO, and he did well there. He was well-liked. He was good at his job. He um, was doing well. I don't think he got promotions like that, but he, he had good reviews and things like that. So that kind of, you know, negates the suicide to some extent. Again, the family, well, of course, yeah. was very adamant. There's no way they usually suicide, are. which they always are. Mm-hmm. His daughter said, I'll quote her, I know my father did not commit suicide. He had purchased groceries for the week. So I'm not saying her logic is super. <laughs> it's well, not infallible. He was planning yeah. a vacation with my younger brother yeah. and me okay, for the true. following summer. They're going to Florida. And he had paid all of his bills for the month. There was no reason for him to commit suicide. According to her, they thought he'd been murdered. In fact, they, for some reason, yeah. they thought he'd been murdered and that he was alive when they murdered him. And what? I think the unsolved mysteries one, like, he like was he was alive when like they he was alive him. when they, no, no, yeah. I mean, no, he was. I'm That's sorry, kind of how it works. <laughs> I meant conscious, conscious. Okay, he was conscious when they murdered him. So I, I don't. Maybe. I, it, just, it makes it way more dramatic for that unsolved mysteries recreation. I like the alive not, when they murdered. <laughs> yeah, he was alive and then he was dead and then he was not. You live until you die. And of course, for the suicide theory, what we've already talked about, it would be super, Ugh. extremely impossible to get into that 9 yeah. by 22 opening by yourself. That furnace is crazy hot. Investigators with protective suits couldn't stand close uh, close to the furnace for more than 10 or 15 seconds at a time. That's why you need the running leap and dive. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly why Off a ladder. Yeah, I know. Good Lord. And, still just and so he stupid. jumped. But also, okay, say you, you did do that. Say you did that, you got the ladder there, and maybe you kicked it away so people didn't notice it was associated with the furnace. Who cares? Then, you're dead already. Yeah, but talk about sticking the landing. Yeah, nine by twenty-two. He's an Olympic diver. Yeah, get out of here, Tom Daly. Who's that? Is that an Olympic diver? diver? I'm gonna guess. I would have said Greg Luganis with an old reference. All um, right. Hey, that's just my era. So sure. um, that's that's yeah. I, I agree with you guys. The suicide theory is fairly ludicrous. Stupid. Ludicrous. How about an accident? Like the rapper. an accident. 
What he accidentally fell into accidentally the furnace? Into the thing? No, that, I don't buy that proposed. either. That's a theory. By that, whom? That's just as dumb the as suicide. That, yeah. That's dumber than suicide. That's, yeah. Plan six, first of all, he wasn't supposed to be there. There's no reason for him to have been there. So if he was, to, for him to get into the, to the furnace in plant six means he was there, you know, by, for something nefarious. He's either there to commit suicide or there to be murdered. I, I want to say all. nefarious. But uh, no one saw him going there. So no one saw him walking into plant six. And it's, it's just it's just possible. It's a four foot high surface. You can't just be first of all, you can't get close yeah. to the furnace <laughs> accidentally and then slip and fall in to a tiny opening four feet off the ground. So yeah, no, yeah. Whoever proposes the, the, the accident is is kind of non- nonsense. So we left with murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DC Cole, the investigative reporter, uh, he said that he thought Dave was a whistleblower. Because he knew Planet 8 was releasing all of that radioactive dust and particles into the atmosphere that they would find out later was absolutely true. And he thought that Dave was either shot or hit in the head and he was taken to Planet 6 to dispose of his body. Dave's job, remember, uh, was to take care of those pumps, those safety things. So he, you know, and he had been complaining about the condition of the pumps at Planet 8. Which And Planet 8, by the way, was the collector for all of the waste yeah. at the plant. If it wasn't running... The plant shuts oh down. Yeah. It, uh, and it, if plant eight needed to be shut down for extensive repairs, as, as Dave had argued, then it shuts the entire plant down. It gets even worse, though, because if you shut the whole plant down, plant eight's not operating, right? So we're not cleaning our, our emissions well. The most dangerous waste what, there what is. That might, that might lead to a wider investigation uh, by the DOE yeah. or whatever. And there, then they find out about all those decades-long massive... Yeah radioactive emissions that had been going on for decades. So they're worried that even a temporary shutdown of Plan A could lead to the investigation something that can bigger, shut them down yeah. forever. Something much bigger. Literally, everybody's out of a job. Good Lord. So it was a big deal for what Dave was proposing. Uh, I mean, basically, Dave, Dave saying we need to shut down Plan A could very easily lead to the whole plant shutting down forever and everybody losing their jobs. Mm-hmm. So there was motivation for getting yeah, rid of Dave. safety. Yeah. Remember, he was in that argument at 4th in the morning. The, oh, yeah. the anonymous letter writer, who we, who we think is Robert Spensley, he says that Dave was in a fight with that supervisor and that Dave was injured by that supervisor. That's a big deal because that would have to be reported to the DOE. The DOE, that person who did it would be automatically disqualified from working there. So that person would lose his job for okay. sure. But more to the point, for the whole plant, it would lead to a DOE investigation of that incident. And that could, in turn, yeah. they worried, lead to finding out about the emissions. So basically, it all goes back to how do we not be investigated exactly. for our exactly. fuckery? So that, that's that's basically the story. They're, they're, um, the, the idea, the, the letter writer said they knocked Dave unconscious. <laughs> they used an overhead crane. Oh, God. There's an overhead crane that when they did maintenance on the furnace or whatever, they could remove the whole lid. From the furnace. So yeah. they use the qu- crane from a distance, remove the lid, use the same crane to pick up unconscious Dave, or even dead by then, who knows, pick him up, drop him in the now wide open furnace, put the lid back on, voila, you've just gotten rid of Dave. That's plausible. It's plausible. It's, it's horrific, but plausible. And it doesn't require yeah, horrific. And the, the other theory is that it could have been done by uh, workers in what's called acid master suits. Apparently you can stay SMaster. close. Master, that's those a cool suits, name. You can stay. SMaster is a great name for a band. great. Uh, yep, punk band. <laughs> Let's be honest. You can stay close to the. They could have shoved his body, even if it's burning up and falling apart. They could have with those suits. You could shove his body in a couple of guys, but you don't need that when you have a crane. So, mm-hmm. 
There's some other stuff in some of the things I read. There's some other stuff about some of the nefarious, like there's other conspiracy stuff, I guess, where, oh, there's a different, another temperature drop at two something in the morning and that was longer and, and deeper, which that, that doesn't make any sense. He's just seen at four yeah. o'clock in the morning. And also uh, allegations that his time card was faked on leaving on that Monday and even coming back to work that Tuesday. But that doesn't make sense because even if they disposed his body in that furnace and thought no evidence would ever be found, which yeah. they could have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a furnace. It's, he's still, you know he's missing on his Monday day shift. Yeah. You don't think he was there Tuesday that no one's going to have seen him there Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, so that's these, a these too weird series for them. In the chapter I read, I'm going to repeat the name because it, 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 they, they make zero sense. They're kind of nonsensical. You don't need all that stuff. You don't need any of that stuff. You don't need the time card thing. You certainly don't need yeah. all the big wide web of conspiracy that you don't need to bring in. The sh- what? You, you mentioned earlier well, the sheriff's office. How about just incompetence, okay. laziness, as I have opposed a question. to conspiracy? If a fight Both. at the plant would possibly have triggered some big DOE investigation, why didn't a suicide at the plant trigger one? They they were hoping, presumably, they were hoping there would be no suicide. It's just oh, I Dave see. is gone. What happened to Dave? I don't know. We don't know. Why do you think he's here? They they were they were hoping to cover up the fact that he he ever went into that furnace, right? Those batteries yeah. and whatnot would eventually be completely destroyed. His walkie talkie etc. would be completely destroyed. I'm not saying it. It probably was fairly spur of the moment, right? Yeah, because. You know, they did. They had. Uh, they had his locker stuff and his yeah, his, his work no. clothes weren't in there. I'm not asking. Never... Not just because of the premeditation part of it, but um, it didn't trigger a DOE investigation. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. You mean right then and there? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you that mean... could be the argument. Well, about you know, why... I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, the police were handling that investigation, so it wasn't two DOE employees having a fight maybe that's an internal thing and that would trigger a DOE investigation it was uh, we think one of our guys committed suicide okay that's a matter for law enforcement the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office is what handled that and apparently the FBI was involved as well yeah and they, yeah, that makes settled, sense. And they settled on I don't suicide know why there would be I don't think you need conspiracy I think you just need uh, what mm-hmm. happens all too often unfortunately is what's the easiest most convenient answer, answer. yeah and murder is not that to them it's not Hawkins Razor it's, it's more it's more just let's let's finish this. Let's close this case. Okay, he commits suicide. Look, and when they as soon as they oh, found out that he had that history of psychological issues, I'll bet you they just went for suicide and said, "That's it. Let's wipe our hands of this." That's what I think, anyway. Yeah, so, it's but it's stupid. I and, see, and, I agree. And and I I love it. Don't believe people are that stupid. So uh, I can't. Okay, uh, I might disprove that with this quote <laughs> from stupid. former chief of police Victor Corelli. Hamilton? He said that the evidence for murder was never there. Quote, no one ever gave us any indication or reason to believe that foul play may have occurred. That's the level of long, of proactive investigation that you got from these guys. They're waiting for someone to tell them why it was murder. No one did. Wipe our hands of it. Well, Case closed. They're the worst investigation. Quality investigation. Oh Just God. because that's what he's saying doesn't mean that's the truth. No, that, I mean, that, that was well, a thought process, though. That's what they were thinking. No one ever gave us any indication or reason to believe that foul play may have occurred. That just means that they don't want to investigate. That's yeah, that's laziness. That's just laziness. laziness. You may be right, but I don't think so. The, the wider you, you the, the wider the conspiracy theory, the less likely it's true. 
Maybe so you're saying it wasn't just people at NLO, like supervisors, whoever. It was also the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office and yeah. maybe multiple people there, multiple investigators. That, that gets well quickly ridiculous, I think. A little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that Hamilton County is just pure incompetence, but the NLO. I think they just went there and they, it was you a big deal. Out. You know, but how about this? They all, that, that is probably a pretty important economic driver. Exactly. In yeah. County. So True. maybe they were, yeah. not a conspiracy like, but it's like, you know what? He was point. a little nutsy cuckoo. Yeah. Cuckoo, 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 Um, he has the back. We can make the case. Yes, the logistics are kind of difficult with his running leap headfirst into a 1300 furnace, but we can make that case. We can stamp suicide. I'm assuming they had a stamp. <laughs> and yeah. stamp suicide. A big red one on a manila folder. It says yes. suicide. And Sheriff Joe, Next. do you want to be responsible for the plant shutting down and exactly. 200 yeah. employees losing their jobs? Presumably an elected position. Exactly. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Well, he was, it said chief of police, but that doesn't make sense because oh. he's a county, so he's probably a county. Yeah. Whatever. Chief of but, police. Uh, okay, so, well, I mean, that's how it stands. To the, like I said, to this day. It's a rule of suicide? In 1988, it's a rule of suicide, yeah. Aye, aye, aye. In 1988, the New York Times and some other newspapers reported that the Fernald uh, facility had been poisoning the air for decades. So it yeah. came out about four years later, it came out plant was closed by a strike coincidentally oh, that year fun. and then the stories came out in in the media and then it was closed for good in 1989 it was indeed declared a superfund site yep. that's probably we heard of it superfund took 14 years to clean and i am doing air quotes around the yes. word yeah. clean because right now you can go look it up on google it's a nature preserve open to the public. You can see the little, like Chernobyl, little, uh, well, like wait. nature. It, it has the, I can't remember the word, a little kiosk or something like that on the entrance there. You can go in there and walk around the lovely grounds. I'm but not sure. to this, exactly. If you're listening, don't go there because to yeah, this day, not. the soils are still hot with radioactivity and there's a mile long plume of contaminated water beneath the ground. How nice. It will have to be monitored nice. forever. Yeah. It's like a beach near Fukushima Daiichi. Yeah. Did y'all really? hear about that? Yeah. They found more uh, another source of radiation near it. Because when the meltdown happened, they had to wash the rods with uh, seawater yeah. to cool them off, yeah. and it irradiated yeah. the seawater. Well, this it's not dangerous. Though, it sounds don't worry. like not the nature preserve I want to go to here. Yeah, no, me neither. In 1994, the, a clash action action suit by some of the folks who worked there was settled, and they I don't know they got some money. I'm sure I don't know how much, but they also got lifelong monitoring of their health. Great. And I'm sure there's been some cancers there. Oh, a little bit. What happened to Dave Bach? You're probably wondering. Box? He's Box? dead. Dave Bach. He's dead. But what about Dave's few remains that they were able to scrape yeah. out of that furnace? And the fragments. Um, they were too radioactive to bury in any normal cemetery. Oh, oh my God. They had to be sealed in a toxic <laughs> container and shipped to Nevada to be stored with other toxic materi- materials to be forever and ever and wow. ever. Did he at least get like a plaque? Here lies Dave uh, no, Box. No. It's close. Damn. So that's the story family. of Dave Box, the worst suicide ever. Aye, aye, aye. And that as a follow up. So what do you, so you're shot in the dark. What do you think happened to Dave? I you think know what? they killed him. I think it's murder. It kind of has to be. Yeah. I go with murder, but I go with murder without a big conspiracy. Uh, Two yeah, or three people. Maybe. At, you know, that, that supervisor no. argued with him. And like, you know, here's what you know, Dave is saying. I, I'm, that's it. I don't care. I know everybody's going to. It might lead to an investigation, but I don't care. You're killing people. You're killing people in the surrounding area. Yeah. I'm going to blow the whistle. I think and so, they, too. Maybe there was a fight there, like the letter writer said, or, yeah. or maybe they just that supervisor went and told his boss. They said, we got to get rid of Dave. Some so it might not have been a conspiracy to murder him, Mm-mm. but it was a conspiracy to cover it up. Yes. Absolutely. 
So but obviously, plant officials yes. had, you know. Had to know. But I'm not, they're but, not dumb. But you don't need a lot of, you need a couple of people. You don't need a, you don't need 16 people or, or you yeah. just need a couple of people in, in a, in who, that who perpetrate it, knowing that if, it could have been just those people there. Think about it. They don't want to lose their job. Yeah. They don't want to be part of the, the shutdown of this entire sure. plant. Sure. Whether. So they kill Dave and get rid of the body. It could be three people or 20 people. Yeah, it's they still don't a even conspiracy. Want to I know, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't have, but it doesn't have to include the sheriff's office overtly. Well, yeah. It, doesn't, it certainly doesn't have to include the FBI or the DOE. No one needs to know about that. And again, it's, the more the you people, the more you include, the more likely someone's going to blow the whistle eventually. No, but I'll happens. bet you somebody yeah, from true. the plant put pressure on the sheriff and the coroner to rule possible. it the way they sure wanted they to or, because or, they had economic pre- I'm sure they, they had new. the clout. They just, you, you're, you don't have to be told that. So the, the sheriff's department says, no, if we declare it's a suicide, everything's oh, that's true. nice and happy, the plant stays open. If if we say this is a murder, it's going to shut that place down. They can just know that and act, and act you know, quote unquote, accordingly. And the plant probably knew that too. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Ah, so you think, either I, way. I think, I think murder too, but I think it was, I, I, I actually kind of like the idea of the, of what the letter writer said, where it was yeah. almost an accident. Yeah, where we got to fight. Yeah, oh God, I just, I just punched Dave. He hit his head. He's hurt bad. What do we do? And they say, shit. Put him if in the furnace. There's an investigation of that. We, we might get shut down. Let's put him in, seriously, put him in the furnace. Oh and, my and, and, God. And that takes two or three people to do They're that. They're still crane. very bad people. Oh, oh for people. sure. Absolutely. Should be in jail forever. Yeah. I'm sure he wasn't accidentally killed. I mean, he was just accidentally hurt. Or, or it was even worse. Yeah. When they say, Dave just said he's going to the, to the popo tomorrow. He's going to go to the what press. Do do? And they say, let's go get him. We got to kill him. Mm-hmm. No. We're yeah. I think 50 50, one of those two, yeah. in my opinion. I'm not sure. I, I, I think the idea of, of it's very much impromptu. Yeah. The argue, the, if the argument yeah. of the truck is true, then. That does seem. I gotta stop saying the word popo. That I'm leads to idiot. that. Yeah. So I'm gonna say police for now on. Okay. It also sounds like your <laughs> okay, step grandfather. <laughs> it does. Okay. That's it for the the mysterious death of Dave Box. That was Nuclear War Part Two. Clever titles. Karen Silkwood and Dave Box. We'll have What's something one? next week. It'll be nothing to do with nuclear energy whatsoever. Maybe. No, I'm pretty sure it won't. TBD. You, you never okay. know. All right. Okay. Thanks for See listening. You guys. Goodbye. Could be.